Welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino, and I'm your host. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Fides is Latin for faith and truth, and that's what we do on this show is talk about truth and talk about faith. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, the great song that you're hearing in the background was my friend Frank Camp. You could find him on Spotify. Great song. This song is called Heaven Can Wait. But thanks for being here, and let's get right to it. Okay, welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Serino. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I have with me today, my guest is uh, the pre- the interim president of Personhood Alliance, Les Riley. Les, thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you for having me, Jerry. It's an honor to be with you. Oh, absolutely. The honor's mine. So um, for, you know, I, I, I know a lot about your organization and, and all that you do, but, um, you know, I'm hoping to some extent that some of my listeners uh, are in, interested in knowing about your organization. Could you give us a sort of a brief overview of what Personhood Alliance does, what their goals are and their mission is? Yeah, well, well, obviously, uh, uh, our, our initial goal is to see the uh, the end of legal abortion and equal protection for all human beings um, in love and in law uh, in the United States and, and everywhere else. Uh, but uh, that's that's kind of the the immediate short term goal. But but as you know, um, once you dehumanize uh, one group of people and and devalue life the way we have in uh, Western civilization in the U.S. in particular. Uh, it extends to a whole lot of other areas. You know, you've got you've got all kind of bioethical and um, uh, emerging technology issues that uh, that threaten human life and threaten human dignity. You've got human trafficking. You've got euthanasia. You've got IVF, transhumanism. You know, just a, a whole litany of of issues. But they're all related to the fact that we no longer. Um, have a uh, a biblical and a and a historic protection of uh, a view of equal protection of all image bearers, and so our ultimate goal is to to establish reestablish that both culturally and legally, um, you know, so that we can have a foundation for civilization again. And the the approach person that uses that, you know, that may sound like a lot of pro life and and pro family organizations out there, and a lot of people are are doing good work. Uh, you know, for, for many years, the the pro-life movement has used kind of the, the incremental um, approach, uh, you know, making exceptions. And, and we we believe on giving in giving equal protection. We have a no exception, no uh, compromise approach. So we don't we don't treat rape uh, babies conceived in rape like they're somehow of less values than babies conceived otherwise because of the crimes of their father. But neither are we revolutionary like, you know, like some of the groups out there that take what they call an, an immediatist approach, because we do believe in being strategic and, and uh, you know, working, working in a way that, that will actually be effective and, um, and, you know, not just not just throwing rocks. So mm-hmm. so that's kind of kind of our, our vision and, and what we do. We are uh, distinctly and unapologetically Christian in our approach, but we welcome, you know, all people of goodwill that want to see life protected um but you know what we've done uh when i got involved uh was in was in my home state of mississippi and we we collected about um 130,000 signatures to put a 
an amendment on the ballot that says life begins at conception. Um, regrettably, um, we fell just short. We got about 43%. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, we we work in the legislative realm. We work in the educational realm with things like our, you know, making a, a statement about uh, vaccines that churches can use and that people can use to, to consider, you know, an, an ethical approach to vaccines. Um, and the, the project that we're they're currently kind of most excited about, and we're getting a lot of a lot of interest in, is our what we call our Safe City project, okay. which is basically a three-step approach to a very very localized strategy to ending abortion. And so, basically, we ask um, cities or county governments to pass a resolution recognizing the person or the unborn and calling on you know, the people of their community to do everything they can to protect the unborn. And then step two is, um, you know, actually putting feet on that. So begin to educate churches, families, and individuals about the humanity of the unborn, about the illegitimacy of, you know, the uh, judicial decisions that usurp uh, the Constitution, usurp the rule of law, uh, devalue human life, kind of uh, and and also that that states and local officials have the right and the duty to push back against uh, illegitimate decisions like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we want to equip and engage the church to be involved in charity and things like that, you know, and 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 get more engaged to give full protection and put make a reality of the safe city. And then the final step is to pass ordinances and state laws that actually put teeth on it and protect the unborn and, and not not merely challenge illegitimate court decisions, but actually uh, outright defy them and say, you know, we're going to interpose on behalf of the weak in our city or our county or our state, in, that, in whatever case it would be. Mm-hmm. And right now we've got uh, 10 or 11 cities in Mississippi, two counties in Mississippi, two counties in North Carolina, and a city in Alabama that have actually passed the resolution and are on the way to step two. And then there's probably a dozen cities and about six other states and a couple of counties and a couple of other states that are actively in the process of, of uh, pursuing resolutions and starting this process. So that's a real high level, quick run through picture of what we do. But that's kind of what person it is. Yeah, no, that's great. It sounds like you're fighting, uh, fighting this battle uh, on many fronts and not just the legal and the cultural um, you know, but just starting at the community and, and, and you're fighting for all areas of life. Um, you know, on your website, you have a really great web website. So for anyone listening, you can go to personhood.org and, um, it's a really great website. And, you know, you obviously, we, we hear so much about, uh, abortion and, and euthanasia and things like that. And, you know, you guys do, uh, deal with the issue of, of trafficking and I don't think enough gets talk that that doesn't get talked about enough out there uh unfortunately but but i do see you know as someone who pays a lot of attention to the news i'm seeing every day um you know drug uh, uh sex trafficking rings being you know being caught or, or you know found out and so on and you know how big of a problem is this oh it's it's a it's a tremendous problem you know it's it's um it's a, it's something that that you know the the thing about the abortion holocaust is particularly surgical abortion is, is an issue that's somewhat isolated to large cities now there's certainly people from rural areas driving into the large cities to to abort their children 
But, uh, but you know, human trafficking, I mean, I, I live in, a, in an extremely rural part of the country. And it's as big an issue here as it is, you know, in, in some of the big cities. And, and I think, you know, what we've got to really drill down to is, is a comprehensive approach on this because, you know, <laughs> pornography feeds the human trafficking industry. Mm-hmm. And abortion is kind of the solution to the human trafficking. You know, if, if you've ever been to an abortion clinic doing sidewalk counseling or any of the kind of ministry, you see the facts and you can do the research and find out pretty quick that, you know, if a girl is being trafficked and she ends up pregnant, she's going to end up down at the abortion clinic. They're not going to just let her have the baby. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's kind of a, a vicious circle, but, but not just from a practical standpoint, but, but these issues are related as well because they all invi- involve uh, dehumanizing and, and exploiting other image bearers. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I say, say to a lot of my, you know, there's a lot of people, our friends on the left or, you know, on the more social justice way of thinking that are not necessarily against abortion, but they're really concerned about human trafficking. And I tell them, you know, if you really want to be a, if you're really concerned about human trafficking, you've got to see the link to abortion. But then going beyond that, you know, men out there need to understand if you're concerned about abortion and you're concerned about human trafficking, you need to stop looking at porn. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's a, it's, it's really got to get down to, to restoring the value and dignity of human life, of the family, of human sexuality. And, it, and it's all just one, you know, it, it's many facets of the same problem with, with all the same solution. And the solution is, you know, the, the, the gospel being applied and declared uh, in every realm, including the political and educational realm. Yeah. Uh, so question on, on the trafficking, as I said, because there, there's just not as much known about or talked about, um, are, are these, whether they're, they're adult women, uh, whether they're teenagers or they're young children of, you know, both boys and girls, I guess, where are they coming from? Are they, are they coming from, uh, illegal border crossings? Are they coming? I mean, obviously, there's probably a mixture. Are they coming from? Are well, these kidnapped children? Are these runaways? How? Where do they come from? Yeah, I, I, th- I think th- I think there's some of all of it, you know. Um, but um, but you know, the, the State Department um, published this, uh, a big study, uh, maybe 2018, 2019, and the United States was like one of the worst countries. And believe it or not, the vast majority of them are coming are children that have at some point been in the foster care system. Mm. So they're, they're kids. And so it, it, by and large, you can say that it's kids coming from broken homes. It's people in desperate situations. And sometimes it's just outright kidnapping. But a lot of times it's, you know, people get into a desperate situation. They reach out for help. They think somebody's helping them. And before they know it, they're trapped. Mm. And so, um, again, you know, it, it, it behooves Christians to get engaged in, you know, caring, caring for the orphan, caring for the fatherless. Um, and, and these are, these are not issues that we win by arguing with people on Facebook or just thinking going to the ballot box once every four years is going to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, these are issues that we need to be engaged in one relationship, one community at a time. Um, and, and like I said, being, being engaged in form right in our backyard. Yeah. Um, well, one, 
one positive thing about the rise in awareness of, of human trafficking is in almost any community, um, you know, there's going to be a task force, there's going to be a ministry working, there'll be people in the police department or social services that are that are engaged on this issue. And if people want to get involved, they, they just need to reach out and, and um, you know, there'll be resources on our website. They can, they can email us and, but you know, the, the, the trafficking problem is, is pervasive. It's, it's, uh, it's hidden in plain sight mm-hmm. and uh, you have to have to have eyes to see and be on the lookout. Um, and again, it's, it's just a matter of a, a paradigm shift in our thinking that involves, you know, repentance, spiritual revival, and, and practically um, educating yourself and then practically seeking ways to love your neighbors. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, there's there's so much that, that uh, personally I don't know about the trafficking issue. So it's uh, it's 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 great information. Um, one last thing before we go, I, I want to ask you as far as these this battle that you're facing on all these levels and all these areas, um, how has that changed in the very short time of the new presidency that we have. Um, we have, unfortunately, a, a Catholic president. I'm Catholic. Uh, and yet some of the first actions he's done has to go against the very things that, that you're fighting for, whether it's, uh, you know, certainly the abortion uh, executive orders. He's got the transgender, you know, boys, you know, playing in girls' sports and bathrooms and things like that. Has it changed, and does it change when you have a different administration? I, well, I think it changes to some degree. Um, you know, it certainly it certainly is is a more hostile, uh, particularly federal government, and and you know, at some point there will be more hostile federal judiciary. But but from our perspective, um, you know, the, the things that we needed to do if if uh, President Trump had won, and that is get involved at the local level and push back at the local level, particularly through the Safe City Project, mm-hmm. are, are the same things that we'll need to do under the Biden administration. I mean, it, it, if President Trump had been reelected and it, in either at some point in the future, if Roe was overturned, you know, th- these battles are still going to have to be won state by state, county by yeah. county. Yep. And whether we're on the decent of trying to trying to um, shore up things once you know once it was overturned or a, a, you know federal federal law was in our favor mm-hmm. or we're facing now and we may have some hostility and we've got to work more long term it's still it's this, the focus still needs to be start at the local level no compromise no exceptions and work your way up and. And, um, and then whatever, when, when a federal judge tells you that your state has to be killing children, he needs to tell the federal judge he's acted outside his authority and we're going to enforce our laws. Mm-hmm. But the only way that's going to happen is if, if people, if we have a paradigm shift in the way pro-lifers think and fight at the local level, at the state level. So because we've seen, you know, time to time, a courageous local magistrate stand up to, you know, an unjust federal mandate or an unjust federal court decision, and they get run out on the rail because they don't have any local support. Mm -hmm. And what we're encouraging people to do is to build that support and get behind them so that when we ask them to push back against something that that we think is dangerous and and immoral and deadly, 
um, and, and interpose, which is their duty, then we're there to stand behind them and, and you know, give them our support and make sure they don't get, you know, persecuted and hung out on their own. Well, yeah, and, and the, so the, as you said to the quest, my question about the Biden administration versus Trump, you know, the, this battle, as I always say, it's never going to end, even if uh, all the laws are changed in our favor, in a sense, uh, the battle is never going to end because yeah. uh, the other side doesn't stop. Um, uh, so is the best place to find uh, find more about the Personhood Alliance and, and to get involved if you feel inclined or to donate if you feel inclined is is would be personhood.org would that be the best way yeah okay. yeah you can go to personhood.org that's the easiest place to find us and uh you know look at the different ways you can get involved and, and there's lots of information resources there and you know i think it'd be be really helpful to start people down the path of knowing how to keep fighting yeah absolutely absolutely well uh thank you uh, uh les riley interim president of personhood alliance uh, for taking the time to, uh, even though with some little technical difficulties, which usually occurs on my end, um, thanks for taking the time and talking to me today and to all my listeners. Uh, I appreciate, uh, Les, you coming on. Uh, again, Personhood Alliance, uh, the personhood.org is where you can go. Les, thanks again. Thank you and have a good day. Okay, you too. And thank all of you for uh, joining me for another episode of Feed Ace Podcast. Uh, please check me out, uh, feedacepodcast.com, F-I-D-E-S podcast.com, and we'll see you next time.